So I'm sitting here with Don DeGagne and Brenda Hamilton, and they're, they are part of Okanagan Experiential Tourism. So first of all, thank you both very much for your time today. Uh, I understand you're both in Kelowna for a couple of years now, so pretty recent to the city. Tell us how you got to Kelowna. Okay, well, thanks, Luke. Uh, pleasure to be here. And we, um, from my personal side, I was a 30-plus year uh, local government city manager moving around the province uh, with my career and landed in the spot I wanted to land ultimately. It was the Okanagan and so spent my last uh, number of years with the local government in Summerland. And so when I retired from that, I wanted to do something interesting. And I um, I was really into the wine culture. I just liked everything that was happening in the wine culture. And so I learned about uh, experiential tourism. Somebody had mentioned it to me and the concept of it. It wasn't barely popular in Canada four years ago when I started looking at it. Um, and... But it's a very popular thing in in Europe and uh, and Australia. So, I spent six months or so researching that, and then decided I was going to start my own little business, trying to make some unique experiences in the wine, food, uh, you know, cultural sectors. And so, after uh, doing that and getting it started for a couple of years, uh, I figured it was time to move into a bigger market. Uh, and at that time, some music things were starting uh, for me as well. And so I decided to make the, the move to Kelowna, where there's, you know, more people, more networking and collaboration opportunities, and and the music side was interesting me as well. So that's sort of how I arrived in Kelowna just uh, just under two years ago. So, Brenda, if you want to jump in any time, just wave and we will uh, get you in. But uh, tell us how you got to Kelowna. Uh, well, originally I was coming from Vancouver Island. I had a bed and breakfast there for 15 years, so I've always um, been in the business for hospitality and entertainment, and um, I was concierging in my own business, so it was a good fit for me to come to Kelowna. I chose Kelowna. My kids were uh, moving into university in Vancouver and Whistler, so I headed to Kelowna for me, and so that's why I'm here, and I've uh, I've met Don, and we've started something really great here. Maybe uh, tell us a little bit about how you met and um, how you got into the this idea together, and then I want to ask you about this business. Probably about four months ago or so, we were introduced by a mutual friend, and uh, we went out a few times, and we've just uh, connected and uh, connected on all sorts of levels, and and we have an amazing uh, uh, sort of uh, creativity that creates ideas, and we work together. And so that's a, a real blessing when you meet somebody that... Um, you have a really good personal relationship with, but also can work closely with and, and plan fun things for the future. So, yeah, it was really cool that way. Do you both do the exact same thing in the business, or uh, do do one of you focus on something more than the other? I'm not really uh, interested in couples and partnerships that complement each other. So Kara, for example, has different skills than I do. She doesn't want to interview people, but she's great keeping me organized and keeping my schedule going. So tell us a little bit about how the two of you work together. Yeah, well, it's a, it's a real collaborative effort. And uh, uh, it's, uh, I mean, certainly uh, I have 
my skills and I I was doing these things before I met Brenda and then and then she uh, came along and I mean she just loved what I was doing she was doing similar things herself and then and so uh, we we sort of it's a balance I mean most of it's like just a lot of brainstorming and throwing ideas off and and and, and both of us are creative that way and then we it's the funniest places. I mean, we create concepts and events while we're sitting in a little floaty tube out in the lake or something like that. So, uh, and uh, Brenda has her skills that are very helpful to what we're doing, and I have my skills, and so it, it really is a, a good match that way. Yeah, I find we collaborate well together. We're inspired by each other. We um, we come up with fabulous ideas, and then it, we just each have our skills in terms of executing them. Everything from putting on concerts to uh, networking and meeting people, and then following through, and 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 we just uh, it's a it's a good blend. We both are participating um, in the things that um, we do best, and then we just feed off of each other that way. So, tell us on what is experiential tourism. You touched on it, but tell us some of the things that you do. Well, experiential tourism is, you can think of it as just a little bit higher level of experience involving more of of your senses, uh, you know, making connections uh, uh, emotionally and, you know, hands-on types of experiences. So... So we offer things like painting classes in the vineyard. You can sit and sip wine while you do painting. Uh, we had soapstone carving classes in the, in the vineyard. We do wine, brew, and spirits tours. We're doing a few wine tours. Uh, grape picking and stomping parties where you actually go out in the vineyard and, and pick the grapes and then stomp them and have food and live music. Uh, great fun. And so, and then we also are focusing more now on the custom market, the corporate market. So like businesses that are interested in providing something really unique for their uh, clients or their um, employees for special things, uh, we can put anything together because we have such a network of, you know, whether it's uh, music, food, wine, breweries Mm -hmm. and everything else that uh, we can make anything happen. So that's sort of the business, the the tourism side focus at, at present. So do you come up with these ideas on your own or is it the customer saying, you know, I'd like to experience this, that, and the other? Like, how do you come up with the, the concepts of these, I guess you could call them packages? Well, yes, they, they're just things that create, you know, I thought about uh, when we are starting this whole thing out and, and, you know, that this sounds like it'd be really cool. So, you know, go out and make it happen. Talk to wineries, talk to different people, find an artist to do a painting class and and so on. And, and so it's a matter of just uh, coming up with what you think would be cool and marketing it and then, and then offering that, uh, you know, to people generally, but also uh, making, you know, people know that we could customize something if they have a crazy idea that they want to do or they want to do something that's more and and over and above what we provide already. We we can make things happen that way. So tell us uh, an experience that you've created and arranged for people that um, is really unique or something new that you're working on now. Well, I, I think uh, some of the unique ones. I mean, I mentioned the you know soapstone carving in the, in the vineyard and. And that's something that was amazing, like people, what they can do in, with two or two and a half hours instruction uh, with a piece of soapstone. Uh, 
and uh, you know the the grape picking and stomping. There's a, you know there's been a lot of grape stomping parties and competitions or whatever, but getting out and getting your hands on the feel of the grapes and then going and stomping those grapes that you've picked and and you know whatever else you provide with it are really cool. And then and then I mean if we get into the music side of things. About the same time I was starting this business, I had some friends that were you know musicians and I. Just started promoting them for little things uh, best I could because I've been a long-time live music lover. And um, that led me to come up with the concept for Rockin' the Beach, which is a, a, a multi-musician uh, um, rock tribute concert. And and so that was sort of the start of the music side, and they've sort of paralleled, the, you know, the tourism and the, and the music is uh, moving sort of at the same time. And actually the music, I think, is overtaking the, the tourism right now, which is uh, a good thing. Love it. We have a lot of small business owners and entrepreneurs that listen to the show. Could you tell us a little bit about how you get your clients? Is it mostly repeats and word of mouth? business or do you do uh, certain marketing well on, on the tourism side uh, you know there's a lot of marketing uh, locally in the Okanagan you know through tourism Kelowna the tourism Penticton uh, all sorts of there's different types of uh, wine guides and different things that you can advertise in so uh, do a lot of that but also uh, you know we have accounts on Expedia and TripAdvisor and and other worldwide travel uh, sites and so people find us there from you know all over Canada North America and sometimes even Europe and, and so on and so um, you know different ways and then a lot of uh, social media uh, promotion uh, getting followers and you know out talking to people and collaborating sort of thing on the music side I mean it's the same thing you're you know you're pushing more locally but it's you know a constant push to get your product out there. Brenda, tell us what is your favorite part of this business? Well, my favorite part is meeting the people. Um, we get out quite a bit. We're probably out most nights and uh, networking and making um, not only, you know, business contacts, but friends really. And then it's an easy fit. They they seem to really like us. Um, they trust us with getting them a, a good gig or meeting new people or connecting them with others. So uh, I have to say that's probably my most favorite part of what we're doing right now, for sure, in the music business. Tell us about some of the music events that you've done. I understand that you, you do a lot of live music events. Tell us about some of those. Well, the uh, you know our sort of signature uh, music event is Rock and the Beach. It, we held it uh, on the beach in Penticton uh, for the third time, uh, third summer in a row, and in Kelowna at Waterfront Park this summer for the second year in a row. And it's gaining in popularity because of the mix of music we provide. We we don't you know we don't have you know one band playing a whole bunch of classic rock and rock music or two bands. We have uh, you know, a dozen different musicians, uh, 20, well, you know, up to 20 musicians uh, performing about eight or nine tribute acts. And uh, so it's, it's, it's a very unique concept. That's, that's our signature. But uh, since arriving in Kelowna, I, I, I helped put on uh, Metal Stiletto, which is a show in Vernon, uh, Ladies of Rock, uh, a uh, really neat concept, uh, and then I got involved in the Gord Downey tribute that was done in April here in Kelowna. I put the music together for that, um, 
Um, and then uh, after that, we did a Tom Petty tribute concert at Mary Irwin Theater. Uh, then we got into, we did a Gord Downey tribute, the similar type of thing as Kelowna. We did that on the beach in Penticton in late June. And then we had the two uh, Rock on the Beach concerts back-to-back sort of thing. In addition, you know, we're always, uh, uh, you know, there's it's interesting because we're getting people from uh, Vancouver, Victoria, Calgary that are contacting us to book them for different things. And and we've been working uh, since the Monkey's Fist. I'm not sure if you're familiar with it downtown on Bernard. Oh, yeah. It's a newer, It's a, they, they've only been there since last uh, October or September, October. And since late November, um, we've been booking music music in there three nights a week, Thursday, Friday, Saturdays uh, for them. And that's become very successful. And in part because, I mean, it's a great location and great food and everything else. But um, uh, it's filling a gap that uh, I noticed after being here a while that there was very little early music. You know, seven till nine thirty. Everything starts at nine thirty, ten o'clock. So, so all the music at the Monkey's Fist uh, goes between seven and nine thirty. So nice. it's having dinner and enjoying some, and a wide variety of music there. From you know, from jazz to rock to guys from Quebec that come and play and stuff like that. Luke Mankus is a realtor with Remax Kelowna. He loves what he does. We asked Luke if he had any regrets about moving here in 2011, and he always says, "Yeah." one regret and that is he didn't move here sooner when luke came here he didn't know anyone he didn't know the neighborhoods or anything or anyone besides his daughter who was six years old at the time so he knows what it's like now he's an expert and has helped well over 100 single people couples families and investors with their real estate needs in the okanagan if you're new to our beautiful city Luke can help you get connected with great lawyers, dentists, carpenters, landscapers, swimming pool installers, you name it. And whether you're new to Kelowna or not, Luke knows real estate. He can help you find a great property, negotiate a good deal, and hold your hand all the way through the process until the day you get your shiny new set of keys. Luke is known as a no-pressure kind of guy. He's had clients where it took even a year or more to get them into a property. He just doesn't believe in rushing things. On the other hand, when you decide it's time to act, he's diligent, and he'll work day and night until the job is done. Give Luke Makus a call or a text message at any time, 778-215-4273. Again, that's 778-215-4273, 778-215-4273 to chat with Luke about real estate. So are you working on anything new for the immediate or distant future? Some new experiences. Um, yes, I mean, we have a couple of concepts that are, um, you know, they can be start small, but uh, we think they have growth potential. Uh, we're working on the branding and putting uh, details together right now, so we can't really uh, uh, release uh, exactly what we're doing. But essentially, we're doing some things that are going to provide more opportunities for local musicians to perform and to perform it's something unique and something different than they're used to. Uh, we're also uh, branding ourselves in a way that uh, we want to promote the whole Okanagan as a great place to be, not only for 
music, but for, you know, everything we have, the, the lakes and the wine and the breweries and the food and, and culture and everything else. So, um, and in addition to that, we're looking at, you know, maybe getting into the big white market, doing some unique stuff up there during the winter. And, uh, and uh, we're looking at doing a really neat Christmas concert this year, something that's uh, uh, totally different uh, where you... Um, well, I won't I won't uh, spill the beans of that yet because it's still in the, the uh, early stages, but uh, I think people will love it. So, Brenda, I understand you do after parties sometimes. Tell us about that. Right. So we have when we have our concerts, um, we designate a local business to have an after party at, and um, sometimes they're kind enough to get a bartender in there and designate uh, a special drink for us and design something. So um, we did have the train station do uh, Rock in the Beach, and they came up with the Rock in the Beach cocktail, which was uh, some rum and pineapple and blue carousel, and it was uh, like Rock in the Beach. So um, we like to support the local businesses. Um, they put up some of our flyers and posters for us, and we really appreciate that. And we like to give back to the community in that way as well. So we're all collaborating on this lovely Okanagan. So it sounds like you're a great supporter of local artists, musicians in particular. Um, any plans to, you know, help these people further besides just getting them a gig at uh, the Monkey Fist and so on? Is there anything you could do to help promote them beyond the Okanagan. Um, yes, well, uh, we have a we have some ideas on some uh, some uh, unique type of events and so on that uh, would allow you know uh, more opportunity for musicians to uh, perform and to perform in ways maybe that they're not used to and that would they would enjoy. And we're also uh, very uh, I mean we, we we love the Okanagan. We have love what it has to provide, and uh, we think there's such talent here. Uh, that we can maybe take some of the local musicians and do some special uh, road trips to Vancouver or to Calgary and you know give give them all a taste of the Okanagan they all know the Okanagan they all come here but so taking some uh, local musicians there might be a, a good thing and a fun thing and then just uh, generally uh, promoting the Okanagan overall our branding that we're working on is something that I think will catch on throughout the Okanagan and be used, uh, hopefully, by many, many uh, you know, businesses, tourism associations and cities and everything else to help promote the, the Okanagan region. Brenda, it sounds like the two of you are extremely busy with this. You're doing so many things. Uh, do you sleep? And, and how many hours a week do you, do you spend on this? Yes, we sleep. But it's uh, we seem to be dreaming while we sleep and uh, manifesting everything as we do. We've planted so many seeds for our... Um, uh, brainstorming that we do and then the opportunities just seem to come to us and then we just keep keep moving forward so we're really looking forward to uh, to building our brand that we're doing right now and I think it's going to be something that is um, uh, a saying and something that people are going to be using and and noticing and recognizing it as that's the Okanagan. So Don and Brenda I'd like you to nominate at least one person in the city of Kelowna, could be anyone, someone that you find to be a fascinating person and you would love to see come on the show in the future. Wow, there's so many, eh? There are. There, there are there's, there's, there's so many um, people, but um, I think we, you know, if you want to look at somebody that's really in the know and, and doing uh, stuff and people know... Uh, um, I think we're thinking of the same person, right? Yeah, I think we are. Who would the that music be? Music scene, Jimmy Lagoo. 
Yeah, I think Jimmy Lagu would be really great to have in here. Well, Jimmy's a longtime uh, musician, done a lot of things. He um, he uh, does charity work. He's so giving and performs uh, continuously. Yeah, interestingly, uh, uh, Jimmy, when we did the um, Tom Petty tribute, Jimmy was playing uh, lead guitar for that band that we had working on at the Breakdown Band. And um, the night of the concert, he brought us a couple of his uh, his uh, originals, his CDs uh, with his original music. And so the next day, we're driving somewhere, and we throw on his CDs, and we just fell in love with his music. Like, the guy is so talented, and he's got all this music out there that uh, people should hear. His you know? originals are just yeah. amazing. And so it, it excited us and made us think of some things, and... Uh, so uh, it's a fabulous guy and a fabulous musician, and uh, he definitely worth uh, having on here and giving his uh, take on the music scene and other stuff in Kelowna. Great, absolutely. So tell us what's the best way for if if uh, an artist or musician or a vineyard someone wants to get in touch with you for that side of it, or if a tourist or you know I do a lot of tourist stuff just as a resident. And I find um, when my friends come from other cities to visit me, that's when I get to do tourist stuff. So what is the best way for us to find you, whether we want to offer an event or if we want to um, attend something? Well, uh, right now uh, we have a website that kind of is focused on the it's experientialtourism.ca, and it's uh, it's focused on the tourism side of thing. But we always put our concerts or major events and so on on that on that website. We also have a Facebook page, uh, Okanagan Experiential Tourism, uh, which and now we're you know on Instagram as well and and so on. So if people look if people look for uh, you know experiential tourism. Um, or our names or whatever on Facebook, Instagram, etc. We we will uh, they'll find out about us there. We also have just kicked off a new Facebook page in the last month or so, and um, we we call it the Visual Rockumentary Vault, mm-hmm. and it's uh, it's just sort of a, a compilation of things that we've been doing while we're putting music gigs together and doing you know so. It's, but it's focused on, on the music side of things primarily. Um, and so, uh, you know, the website, there's contact information and so on. They can find us and, and they can talk to us about anything. That... So, Don, Brenda, thank you so much for your time today. It's obvious that you're extremely busy and I uh, really appreciate it. And we'll uh, try to do our part to get the word out there for, for both of you. Well, thank you, Luke. This has been a great opportunity for us because we we have a lot to, to say and a lot of things that people uh, would love doing, and uh, and uh, we're you know we know how to make fun happen. So um, it's great to get the opportunity to uh, to tell uh, Kelowna and beyond about uh, what we do, so that uh, they can hopefully uh, join us and have fun. Thank you, Luke, for the interview and for. Uh, finding out about I Love Kelowna, because we certainly do. We love Kelowna. We love the Okanagan.